0: You, you can't kill people. Tisk tsk. Uh, oh, I'm gonna tell.
1: Alright, this is Whatever we Show, episode 23, and uh, we have a few things to talk about. Probably a little bit more than either one of us thought we did going in.
0: Yeah, and good news folks if this show sounds extra good or extra shitty it's because we got new equipment um and if it sounds extra shitty it's because we don't know what the fuck we're doing with this.
1: yeah yeah we got a new mixer um we got some new mics Which uh, we will put links to so that you guys, if you want to sound as shitty as we do or possibly as good as we do, uh, who knows, uh, that's what we use right now. The mics, we understand, are not, um, you know, professional grade or anything, but it's definitely a step up from what we had before. Uh, And we've used them, actually, a couple of shows now. So if if things have started to sound better, there's a reason for it. Uh, The mixer, though, is brand fucking new. This is the first one we've done with it at all. I... Took it out of the box and rubbed my dick across it a couple of times yesterday. Yeah. But I mean,
0: I've been here for like an hour, just twir- turning the knobs, just kind of gently, a little bit, you know, a little bit at a time. Yeah, working up to you know,
1: move into the sliders and stuff. So, and and also, uh, I've been remiss in my my thanks since this is November, the month of Thanksgiving. Um, I'm going to make fun of a lot of shit anyway, but I do actually want to uh, give a couple shout outs. Uh, once again, to our friends over at Dead Nexus for the theme music. Um, also, uh, some a couple of friends in a different band, uh, 30 Pound Test, um, Blake and Zach specifically, um, because Zach actually loaned me a microphone that I used to do the Marv Wolfman podcast, which is what prompted us to buy new equipment in the first place.
0: Because yeah, we were like, holy shit, what were we doing before this? Um,
1: yeah, yeah. So yeah. here we are. And um, I also, again, um, I want to give Eddie a a shout out because really this this show doesn't happen without him. He is the guy that spends a good portion of his time editing the show uh, and making it sound as good as it does Um, because without him, it would sound like shit. Um, And this honestly, um, I mean, the words don't really even taste bad coming out of my mouth, um, which... Considering last month, instead of doing this, I sucked his dick. This tastes better, so <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, not as fun for me though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So should we get in the show? Yeah. Totally. What do you want to talk about first? Oh my gosh. Do we get lots of stuff? Um. So let's talk about the Flash. Let's talk about the Flash now. Yeah. Let's yeah, do that.
1: Let's do it. All right. Up this up. Want to talk about the Flash first? Yeah. We might yeah. as well because it was on first. Yeah. All right. Did we talk about last week's too? I think we're kind of going to
0: do a two-parter on this one because I think when we recorded, it was sort of like midway. So we I don't think we talked about the last week episode of the flash.
1: Yeah. I don't think we've done anything for a week and a half. So, and you got to
0: help me out here. Cause my memory is complete shit until somebody actually moves on it. And I cannot remember a single goddamn thing about this episode for some reason.
1: The, the most recent episode. Yeah. Let's just talk about the most recent episode. Sure. Let's, let's, let's not bore it. people with, with two week old yeah, shit.
0: So two weeks ago.
1: Yeah. Um, this week was Grodd. Uh,
0: okay. Yep. Nope. I'm caught up.
1: Yeah. That was easy. <laughs> uh really good episode too uh i thought the the work they did with grod was awesome Uh, i again tom cavanaugh as as goodwell's uh not quite as much of a dickhole anymore as it used to be but uh still acting his fucking ass off
0: Yeah, um, and I think that they gave him a pretty plausible motivation for that. Like uh, Jesse, his daughter, Jesse Quick, that is. Yeah,
1: oh, that's the big reveal from
0: last week. We probably
1: should at least talk about that for a minute. Yeah,
0: so um, in the last episode, it's... uh, we got a bit of a flashback to Wells on Earth 2, and he's talking to his daughter who, you know, we, we presume, I at least did, that she was going to be kind of a big deal. And then he's all, hey, uh, Jesse. He called her Jesse, and I was like, they're doing it. And she's all, you know, my quick little Jesse or something like that. And so it's like, okay. Yeah, it's Jesse Quick. It's Jesse
1: Quick. Total speedster.
0: Yep. Um, and he reveals, I think, in that episode that um,
1: Zoom has Jesse. Oh, fuck. We have to talk about last week's episode because it was Zoom. Yeah, no,
0: we gotta go back because this was this is where this back. is
1: like the showdown between Barry and Zoom. Um, the first time they've actually met face to face was mega fucking cool. Zoom scares the fucking shit out of me.
0: I, he's super super badass, and he's the perfect like. Um, as much as Wells is sort of a shadowy like, or you know, Wells's Thawne was was uh, kind of scary in his own right. Zoom's all over that like just watching him, especially as he's dragging Barry around central city. Yeah.
1: Damn. Yeah. He kind of kicked crap out of Barry. Yep. Which led us into this week's episode where Barry was all in a funk and he was like, Ooh, my back got broken. And and
0: of course, in this universe, he hasn't met Batman. So Batman can't call him a whiny little bitch with healing powers and just give it five fucking minutes, Barry.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, there was there was a lot of that going on, but it was kind of cool. Lots of good stuff happened this week in in terms of that. And actually, the way they did his little um, I can't walk. okay, now I can walk and I can run. But my speed powers don't work because I'm all self-conscious about stuff. Um, It was it was explainable through dialogue and stuff. And actually, him and Joe had some of the best dialogue. That I've seen them have in a while. Uh, not to mention, we got uh, Barry's dad came back to uh, kind of kick him in the ass one last time before.
0: Yeah, that actually kind of makes me mad because Barry's dad is such a worse father than Joe is. So when he's like, I got to wait till my real dad comes back to get all perked up again. Kind of kind of makes Joe depressed. Such an asshole. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and really, when it comes down to it, like Barry's dad is like, ooh, I'm in jail for something I didn't do. Oh, no, I'm out. Fuck you. I'm leaving. Yeah. Thanks for that, son. Now, peace out. I'm going to go fish until I hate the taste of bass.
0: Yeah, and then I'm going to tell you all about this perfect father-son opportunity that I fucked you out of again.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: So, yeah. Uh, uh, Barry's dad, Dick. Joe's dad. Or Joe. Joe is Barry's dad. Much better father.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Except for, I mean, he raised a son that wants to fuck his sister. I mean, that's really...
0: Yeah, he did kind of drop the ball on that <laughs> one a little
1: bit. <laughs> Which... You know, it's going to happen someday. Yeah, it will eventually. I mean, we've got a paper from the future, so. We didn't have a problem when Dexter did it, so, I mean.
0: Yeah, it seemed fine. <laughs> well, I mean, he's already a serial killer, though, so. True. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, in the previous episode, we had a bit of a Zoom face-off with uh, Barry, and, of course, Barry got his ass handed to him, Um, like Barry tried to do the whole throw lightning trick, and Zoom was like, Nope. Does the fucking flippy thing like it it was not quite Roy Harper level of useless flipping Um, (laughs) because this one actually looked pretty cool Uh, um, in context, even like it wasn't like, oh, my, why did you just do a flip? But anyway, no, Zoom was just like, I catch lightning and then throws it back at him. Um, Yeah. Barry gets his ass handed to him and then Zoom just proceeds to parade his ass around Central City, stopping long enough to show what a dipshit he was and basically embarrassing him in front of the entire city.
1: Yeah, and the look on Barry's face when Zoom caught his lightning and threw it back at him was like, you fucking cockhole. It took me, like, (laughs) an episode to learn how to do that. At
0: least a couple of hours, at least. Um, Yeah, and it was also kind of like, oh, I fucked up. I fucked up. It's like when you talk back to your mom, like, really good for the first time, Barry had that look like, "Oops, we've gone too far. I'm going to get the shit kicked out of me now. And he was totally right,
1: so... We we had some we had some good stuff happen this episode. Some key points that I I really thought were excellent takeaways. Um, Cisco goes on a date with the hot chick from the coffee shop, that uh, AKA hot girl. Yeah. Um, and of course he he vibes a little bit of of hot girlness from her the first time he touches her and freaks out.
0: Yep. Of course he. That was like the nerdiest thing I've ever seen Cisco do. Was like, oh oh, and then he just ran away. Ran away. Leaves yeah. her outside
1: of the movie theater. That was showing the Princess Bride of all movies.
0: Yeah, super cool movie. I like the references they throw in here. They did. They did they a good job. The, the the Flash writers have good
1: taste. So yeah, totally. Um, so there was that, and then what I what I took away from this is Caitlin. We see Caitlin actually for the first time showing a little bit of disillusionment with the team and how they handle Grodd because she sees Grodd as this dude who is just totally abused uh, by his former master, the e- evil Wells. Um, And kind of wants to help him. And then they're like, no, we just have to lie to him and kick him into a different dimension. That's all we have to do.
0: Yeah. And so
1: she's a little pissed off about that. It is a little sad. It's
0: like she wants to rescue the puppy that just has been kicked too many times. And the rest of the team's like, nope, fucking put him to sleep. Like, we're done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know if that's like the beginnings of uh, we're seeing her personality kind of shift toward a a killer frost at some point. um, Or if I'm reading too much into that. No, see, I got the other
0: I got the other direction, which was like, how the hell is she ever going to be Killer Frost? Like Grodd, Grodd at this point has killed people. And, and like he's he's pretty much just a bad dude for the most of the characters watching the show uh, uh or most of the characters in the show. Um, And she was totally like, oh, no, we just got to take care of him. You know, like somebody just needs to give him a hug and <laughs> he'll be fine. So anyway, I, I kind of caught Caitlin as like being almost too nice. Like. Yeah. Know?
1: Yeah. You could be so, right. I don't know. It's it it's gonna be it's that's the and you've commented about this already, uh, this season too. This this season of The Flash um is bar none the best season so far, which is saying something because the first season was phenomenal and like every episode so far has killed it. There hasn't been a throwaway episode yet. Um and and continuing the uh I guess, I don't know if it's going to be an annual trend. I hope so. But continuing on that, they're they're doing another two-part mid-season uh, deal starting, not next week. We don't have Flash next week, but December 1st and 2nd, we're going to have the, the, the big two-part crossover event with one of my favorite villains ever. Vandal Savage.
0: Yes. Spoilers, but he's all over the promos. so if you're watching the show, you probably know that. It, yeah, if you've seen a commercial, we didn't spoil anything for you. Totally. So, um. And we kind of probably also spoiled that about like 10 episodes back when we started talking about legends of tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, spoilers really, for really, really good episodes
1: days. last week and this week. Totally.
0: Um, so yeah, the flash is just kind of nailing it. And like we said before, you know, best season so far. I mean, we're only on season two, but like Matt said, we, they kind of opened with a phenomenal season. There's really only like maybe one episode, maybe two that I didn't Stupid really robot bees. Love. Yeah. Robot bees. Fuck you. Um, But uh, everything else is pretty awesome. Oh, before we go on any further, too, I'm so sorry, but I'm a little sick. So I keep sniffing and I keep trying to uh, remember that I I probably shouldn't do that because I bet that's really fucking annoying to listen to. So I apologize in advance, but it's probably going to keep happening.
1: We'll edit that in post.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Uh, All right. So let's talk about Arrow.
1: Arrow. Um, So like you, I kind of have a shit memory when it comes to what happened last week. This week's episode, I remember because I just fucking watched it. Yeah. Um, for the second time, sort of, in a half.
0: Yeah. I fell asleep the first time. <laughs> this, uh, so let's talk about the most recent episode of Arrow. I don't think there's a whole lot, really, that went on in the last episode. Sarah. Sarah was back. Yeah, Sarah did get to do a is little scary shit. Was she
1: back in this one? No. In, in no. this
0: episode, Sarah kind of took a hiatus at the end of the op- last episode, I think.
1: Okay. Yeah. Everybody looked at her boobs, though. I remember that. Yep. Yep. Including me I, I did too not gonna lie
0: yeah I I think that that costume is kind of designed like they, they might as well be like neon signs and flashing lights that just say over here yeah over here look yeah, at these. there's like, boobs yeah. yep so um in the last episode Sarah towards the end I think um I hope I'm getting this right it might have been the previous but in the last episode Sarah towards the end after they just brought her back and resurrected her and shit like that she was like Nah, I'm gonna take off for a while uh, so she just kind of leaves under, you know, really speci- specious writing as well. Um, and in this episode, we get to see some more of Ollie going after being the mayor. Yeah. We find out that Diggle's brother, Andy, is not, in fact, dead.
1: Yeah. Oh, one key thing from from last week's episode. And I I, I hate that we keep doing this to you guys, pulling Sorry. it back and forth and shit. But um, Thea, Thea kind of sparks up a little bit of a romantic interest with uh, Ollie's campaign manager.
0: Which I'm referring to as DJ Part Two. <laughs> um, I, I kind of I, I don't know. You don't ma- trust ma- him? Maybe he's going to turn out fine, but yeah, he's just too much of a like random character in here for no good reason sort of thing. That I kind of feel feel like he's got to come up as a plot point somewhere later on. Uh,
1: what I'm getting from him so far, and this goes into this week's episode, is uh, Thea kind of goes nuts and almost kills some dude on their date that they go on. And so I, I, I don't know if he's necessarily going to be evil or if he's just supposed to be the kind of, like, straight man, and she's got to figure out how to acclimate herself to hanging out with a, a normie. See,
0: I would be fine with that, except for Thea goes all nuts and tries to kill the dude, and he's just like, Thea... <laughs> you, you
1: can't kill people Tisk
0: tsk oh, oh i'm gonna tell
1: but I'm he's a tell. politician he's a political campaign manager he's used to you can't kill that guy if you're gonna be a mayor yeah I, no he was probably already thinking bitch i
0: can't hide the body there's like eight people watching yeah I mean, i'm good but give me like 10 minutes come on yeah um you beat them in the alley jesus so and is it just me or do you just want to beat the shit out of anybody that dates thea i do i do I don't know if it's because I want to fuck her or if it's because, like, I just like she's the little sister and I don't want anybody near her.
1: I'm not nearly as much of a knight in shining armor as you then because I know exactly <laughs> what I want to do. It. <laughs> um, Thea is smoking hot. She is super hot. She's also. like, it, but she's so young too. She's like, it's just like she's got that super cute vibe. Yeah. See,
0: this is what, one of the things that I don't like getting old is because I get older and they stay the same age. All right, all right. But I end up
1: feeling like a dirty old man about it. So <laughs>
0: oh God. Um, all right. So anyway, Thea, you know, kinda almost beats a guy to death
1: because he talked
0: to her suggestively.
1: Yeah. Um, and here's the thing, I don't know who that guy is. Because um early in the episode, Malcolm shows up and he's like, Hey, you're probably feeling like you need to kill somebody again. Here's a child molester, go do it. Yeah. Um, and so I kinda almost half wonder if Malcolm somehow convinced that guy that he needed to go in there and hit on her could be like maybe that was the child molester i'm not sure um but either way uh he probably shouldn't have have taken that tone with her yeah <laughs> that that was really the extent of the the abuse
0: that Thea suffered before she you know beat the guy half to death which yeah just you know he, he he had a tone he had a definite tone yeah suggestions were made um, um
1: so so back to diggle's brother uh alive and well, we don't know if he's well because he's working for Damian Dark. So we don't know what, what's up with that. But.
0: Yeah. The thing I took away from this whole plotline is: God damn, Dig's got some uh, uh, trust issues. Like, uh, Andy's back, you know, his brother that's been dead, that he was broken up about, you know, for eight bit, years. For eight years, the last couple seasons. And then he's like, oh, no, never mind. Forget him. Like, who cares? He's he, He's he got to be bad. And then, like, 10 seconds later, they show how that uh, uh, Dark's been using basically mind control. Um, pharmaceutical mind control, but mind control nonetheless to control his minions and that uh, Andy's most likely a victim of that and digs to like, no, 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 no. He, he's, this is clearly his fault. Like he did all this, you know, like,
1: yeah, I think part of that has to do with a file too, which is the file that he's got that shows that he's, his brother was into some, some bad shit before yeah. Damien dark got his hands on him. However, Part of me is suspicious and wonders if maybe that file wasn't fabricated and Damien Dark threatened to release it to the general public if he didn't go along with his evil plan.
0: Oh no, bro, it's an un- I think it's an undercover op. Like I think Andy was probably working for Argus or some, you know, agency like that. Argus so. fits though. And uh they fabricated the backstory to give him an in into Dark's crew. And then once he's in Dark's crew, now he's got the uh but now he's being mind controlled. Now he's being mind controlled, and there's not really a whole lot he can do about it. The only thing that doesn't quite gel with that theory is towards the end. Dig asks him, "Is is this true?" And yeah. and Andy replies, "Of course, yes, it's all true." But again, you can't really trust him because he's under the influence. Like we know, he is is you know sort of mentally messed up. So so who makes the mind control drugs? I don't think it's uh. What's our season two baddie? That well quasi baddie. I can't remember the guy that made the drug. that got distributed, distributed, distributed. Uh, yeah, did, 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 did. he's did. come up a couple of times actually in different incarnations. Like vertigo, he, vertigo. Yeah, maybe you think vertigo. he makes it. I don't know. Just tossing that out there. Yeah. I mean, that's a face we've seen um, at least in the universe so far that could be possible, but uh, I don't. I have seen no evidence really of that. It's just a theory I'm tossing out. Yeah,
1: I know that. Uh, I know that there was some evidence uncovered when Felicity and uh, and Ray were kind of working. The case from from a, a forensic type angle or, or whatnot. Yeah. Um, and they were linked somehow to a company owned by um, whatever he shows friend Marv Wolfman. Yeah. It looks Oh, like. man,
0: I missed the lead on that one. Shit. We're cutting this out, too.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So we're going to post a picture in the show notes, but you can clearly see that the bo- um, um, building that they are, you know, breaking into is Wolfman Industries.
1: Wolfman Bio Bio genics or something like that and it's yeah bi- bio biologics biologics it's not an easy word to say yeah
0: whatever um, it is um it's a bio uh, uh biochemistry outfit thingy um but anyway it was a nice little nod to friend of the show uh, which i can say uh marv wolfman
1: which um i i think it lends credence to our our stance when we talked to him uh earlier and and when we when we kind of talked about the show later on too of how important uh marv wolfman really has been to the dc universe as as a whole uh just that i mean you you see things like this in the marvel world where um you know chris claremont for example was uh he had a a cameo in the days of future past movie um things like that because of his importance to x-men but marv wolfman really kind of was across the board in dc comics uh as far as things that he did, like the things that he did touched every single character in the universe, Definitely, as far as DC is concerned. So we were lucky to have him on the show. And I think the, the homage uh, paid him by C by the CW this last week is, is just a, another example of that. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Like it, it it's definitely an acknowledgement of of uh his contribution, I think. So, um and if you watch out there's lots more little um, you know, nods and things like that to characters and writers and so on in in the universe. Um so anyway, that was a fun little note, but yeah, what else we got this this episode?
1: Um the biggest the biggest piece besides the the Andy piece and the Thea piece. Uh I, actually there's two. Um Thea and Damian Dark have a a run-in and he tries to do his little touch of death on her and fucks him up royally.
0: Yeah, he goes all like hellboy for a second. Um turns all bright
1: red. He's yeah. like, "Oh no, that's bad. Like Which we don't like that." I can only assume comes from her exposure to the Lazarus Pit uh since we know that Damian Dark has history with Raz al Ghul uh in the League. Yeah. And it, it's implied, well, it's not implied, he flat out basically
0: says it. "Oh, so you were trained by uh Roz. Uh by the way, say hi to Malcolm for me. Yeah, he even
1: like knows who the new Raz is. Yep. So, he's connected. Definitely.
0: Um so that was a nice little nod. Um but that this to me I think is the um bit of plot piece that's going to lead to Thea ultimately not having the bloodlust anymore. In some methodology cuz she says that towards the end of the episode um well actually i mean it's it's almost flat out stated that that's what's going to happen because she says you know i think i needed to do something with dark she's talking to malcolm at this point again who she told to basically fuck off earlier in the episode but she's talking to malcolm at this point and she says you know he 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 did his little touch death thingy on me and it it uh you know didn't kill me obviously but it also sated the bloodlust so um that that's probably an arc coming up
1: yeah Absolutely. And so we, we got that. And then we also got Damian dark approaching, not green arrow, but approaching Oliver queen um, in terms of talking about his election and being able to, to help him. And Oliver basically was like, look, I'm running unopposed. Like, I don't understand what you think you can do that's going to help me get elected. Uh, And dark basically just said, uh, cancel your doc rehabilitation program and, or I will make sure you're not unopposed. Yeah. So we have a veiled threat, um, followed by Oliver considering, uh, following along with Dark's plan, um, and Diggle slapping him upside his fucking head. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, and that, that kind of takes us to the end of the episode, which I won't spoil. You guys will have to watch it yourself, um, just to see how Oliver decides how he's going to deal with the problem, uh, to begin with. Yeah.
0: Um, so that's era for this week. That's a flash for this week. Um, we've got more stuff to talk about. However, like a show we haven't talked about actually in its entire we haven't season watched. So far. Yeah, we haven't talked about it all the season,
1: and I've, I watch every week.
0: Yeah, same. Which is kind of insane. In fact, this is one of those like me and the wife sit down and watch it like almost right when it comes out. So
1: yeah, um, we are talking, of course, about the Walking Dead, not yeah. fear the Walking Dead, the real Walking Dead, the real Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I don't know. What, what What do you think so far this season? I've actually really liked this season uh, so far.
0: Um, of course, the thing that I don't like about this is the Glenn, the Glenn dangle that they've been doing for the last two episodes. Yeah. That's starting to get on my nerves a little bit, especially because uh, we don't get to find out what happens until after the mid-season break now. I there's mean, one more episode, right? Uh, no, I think that was it. I could be wrong. I think there's one more. Okay. Well, then it better be telling us what happens there because that's going to piss a lot of people off if it doesn't. But, yeah, otherwise
1: we have to wait till February. Yeah. Um, so a couple things, and this is, this is just, um, purely criticism. Um, I'm kind of irritated by the fact that when Nicotero directs an episode, I can tell like, I don't have to read the opening titles or anything like that to know who directed it because there's always some kooky bullshit, um, that he's doing story-wise, uh, Episode one, the season has the the black and white flashbacks cut in with the color in color, you know, real time stuff. And it's not that I hate that particular aspect of it. It's just that when he directs, there's always something. And to me, a, a TV series flows better if and I'm not saying everybody has to direct it exactly the same. But if there's some continuity to it, it flows a little bit better rather than being able to. OK, show show oh, Nicotero's directed this one. Another couple of shows. Oh, look, another Nicotero episode. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it kind of takes me out of the moment a little bit.
0: It does have quite a bit of a different feel, um, which I don't know. I don't mind. I think I don't mind this as much anyway. Um, like we were talking about S.H.I.E.L.D. a couple of episodes back, and I was saying how I, I really kind of like the episode in the bottle feel that um, for 4722 had. Um. But yeah, that it is a, it is definitely noticeable. Um, because they don't do that very they they only seem to intersperse those like you said when Nicotero directs. So
1: yeah, yeah, and, and it seems like when Nicotero directs, um, Scott Gimple has a lot more. He he's he's more vested in that particular episode than he is in other episodes as well. Um, which I understand the two of them work together with Gimple being the showrunner and and Nicotero being not only the lead special effects supervisor but also the you know now a director and probably executive producer i'm not sure for Um, sure but anyway that's that's just some some criticism other than that story-wise um i i think it's where they're going with the show is great um we're heading into negan obviously Yep. um given given the nature of things and we've cast negan now at this point
0: if you're not a comic reader do not google it unless you want to be spoiled but just do not Google it if you're not a comic reader. And we're not going to, I think, go too far into Negan. No, um, because I don't want to spoil it if you're not a comic reader, which probably a lot of people are not my wife included. But anyway, yeah, I keep like the Game of Thrones cackling with joy, you know, like at, at like what's coming with that storyline. So um, because my wife is ignorant and I keep I, like I, I mentioned to her, you know, they cast this guy the other day uh, um, that's going to gonna play this big character um and i was like have you heard the name negan before and she's like no why was he a big deal and i'm like no nope. <laughs> <laughs> no don't just just don't look it up don't look it up
1: um I, i'm super excited with who they cast uh in jeffrey dean morgan because uh he's been in quite a few things that i've seen and, and enjoyed so um, yeah i easily i buy that right now like he, he looks awesome for the role so a little older i think than the negan that we have in the comic books definitely um which by the way, uh, this show is based on a comic book. We're probably one of the only, um, quote media outlets that, that will draw a parallel between the two. Most of them shy away from a comparison, but I don't understand how you can really do that. Uh, it, it cracks me up because honestly, you see a lot of people. And to your point earlier with the Glenn thing, like everybody's like, Oh, is he dead? Is he dead? Is he dead? Spoilers in the comic books? He's quite dead. And he was killed by Negan. Um,
0: oh that's a big one I, I, i'm gonna drop a marker i think we're cutting that one out you think oh god yeah that's a huge if you know nothing about negan that's that's probably the best way to introduce dude that spoiler though is like two years old oh see but that's the thing like it's totally old for the comic book readers but i think so many people watch the show that have never read the comics i like i would i would feel really bad if, uh like ash stumbled. not that my wife listens to this podcast i mean she's probably like a bunch of fucking nerds but does your wife even know you do a podcast I don't know. She knows I go somewhere every Thursday night or something like that. She may just figure
1: hookers though, I don't know. Yeah. The amount of blow you come home with and Yeah.
0: That smile on my face, yeah. So anyway. he might
1: he might cut that spoiler out and I'm gonna keep talking anyway. But no, it's just the whole like where's Glenn? Is he dead? Blah blah blah. Um anytime something like this happens, like you see like a uh, just this massive number of comments on social media about what's gonna happen and it you can tell they're obviously written by people that have never ever even picked up a comic book let alone the walking dead comic book
0: see i think that the continuity in the tv show kind of spoiled the outcome of glenn like earlier in that episode michonne is talking about have you ever been you know so deep in it that like you didn't know if you, the guts you were covered in were yours or a friend's yeah like uh and then we saw that episode and i thought that was exactly what we were looking at like that we were looking at that line like there's i, I don't think i've caught um foreshadowing goes over my head a lot of the times and I don't think I've caught a more blatantly obvious foreshadow um than I did for that particular episode.
1: Totally. And then the following episode uh you have uh, uh Maggie erasing his name off the wall yep. of of dead people. So it's it, I mean, they're pretty much telling you in in the context of the show look, he's not dead. Yep. Uh not to mention he didn't do a guest spot on the Talking Dead. Yeah. Which everybody that dies does.
0: Yeah. Um, also I don't want to get too deep into the spoilers, but one thing I am curious about, actually we are going to, I'm just going to say spoilers, spoilers right here. I'm going to drop a marker. We're going to come back to this and I'll cut this or I'll, I'll, you know, beep it or something. Um, so you get a really big, heavy spoiler warning, but anyway, in the comic continuity, um, like we just talked about a second ago, Glenn is the one that's killed by Negan. Do you think in the show continuity, it's going to be Glenn? I don't know. I think they could. I think there's a lot of reasons that why they would stick with that. But I think they could just as easily perform the same function that they did with Negan killing Glenn with a couple of other characters for sure. Like Carol's already done in the comics by this point. Daryl doesn't even exist, so they could kill him. I mean, there's lots of characters in there that could fulfill that same function.
1: Yeah. It, it here's the thing with uh, with Glenn. He Stephen Yoon was furious. When the Walking Dead number one hundred dropped, <laughs> I would be too. Um, and he's become such an important character in terms of character development for other people in the show that you know maybe they don't even kill him. Yeah, I mean you can still make Negan a ridiculous fucking asshole and dangerous as fuck without actually having to kill Glenn. So, um, and uh, Kirkman. Robert Kirkman, who writes the, the the comic book and who's one of the executive producers on the show, he's admitted before that he's done things in the comic books that he regrets doing at this point and would change them if he could. Um, he's not. But he's
0: not George Lucas.
1: He's not specifically mentioned Glenn as being part of that. But one of the things, and in, in, if you're a fan of the comic book, you know that relatively early on, about the time they get to the prison, uh, Rick loses his hand, yeah. his right hand, uh, and. So, and Kirkman has said before that if he had, he had a chance to do that all over again, he would, he would change it.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and of course he said that they were right to not include that piece in the TV show, especially because in the TV show, it would make it almost un unwatchable, unwatchable with the unbelievability of it. Like, you know, Kirkman said something like, how would he even reload a gun? Like he'd be dead inside of a couple of weeks, you know?
1: Right. And you know, it's, it's one of those things too, that I'm not sure about the budget either. Uh, as far as, cause you have to green screen that shit um agents of shield does it with colson but they all disney money behind them
0: yeah speaking of more um, um spoilers that's another question i have is uh we've got the whole carl arc coming up pretty soon yeah and i'm wondering how they deal with that because the the budget for that would be pretty sick at least for a couple of um shots i mean i think they're gonna do kind of the same thing that they did with carl in the uh comic which is They're gonna show it, and then they're gonna cover it up for the most of the rest of the shooting, only to be revealed. You know, when it serves the plot, essentially.
1: Do you think it'll happen? I kind of do. I kind of do. Here's to me. This is the beauty part of the Walking Dead TV show. It doesn't follow the comic book step by step. No, there's there's, definitely you know divergences and and different characters. um, That I mean, different things happen to different characters. For example, uh, the getting eaten the that after um after terminus when uh, it's uh what was his name the alcoholic dude bob bob yeah bob bob got eaten yeah after he got bit um in the comic books that was dale yeah that that happened too and it happened earlier on in the comic books as well um so i mean the andrea for example in the comic books is still very much alive and fucking Rick on a daily basis for sure more spoilers yeah <laughs> um whereas in the tv show she was dead what two seasons ago two and a half seasons ago
0: yeah i think that's because they kind of fucked up that character and she was almost universally reviled like I, I really did not like tv show andrea i didn't like it when i before i had started reading the comics because by that point i hadn't started reading the comics and then once i started reading the comics, i was like wow they, they really just screwed the pooch on that one didn't they
1: yeah her character was not the same at all
0: no um so anyway um Really liking the show so far. Um, so I'm going to end the spoiler section right here. Um, the show, if you're caught up on the show, hopefully, um, I mean, I guess we're going to spoil the show a little bit, but I really liked a couple of things. Um, number one, the uh, Morgan episode.
1: Yeah. The Morgan episode was genius. I, I loved every part of that. it If you've never watched the Drew Carey show, it's probably even better. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I kept looking at the, at the, the old guru. Drew's brother as as drew's cross-dressing brother
0: yeah i had a hard time actually watching that um and not i at some point i had to imdb it to figure out where i knew him from because i haven't watched
1: a drew carey show in a really really long time yeah but yeah uh
0: but even still i I didn't think that take took much away from it i really like that no he was
1: fantastic in that in that episode and the goat
0: yeah the goat standout character yeah better mom than Lori. (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that goat served more of a of a, of a plot purpose in that episode than Laurie did in any episode that she was ever in.
0: Yeah, in fairness, in fairness to the goat, um Carl didn't get out of the house once in that episode. No, but the goat did. That's that's uh goat one, Laurie zero. Yeah. Uh
1: you know, I'm I'm going to go back to Laurie for a minute and this is going to go back seasons, obviously. Yeah. Season 2? Yeah. Did you did you ever watch the show Prison Break? No,
0: uh, Laurie Wayne, or what's it, what's her real name? Wayne Callis, something like that. Uh, yeah. I, I want to say it's like Laura Wayne Callis, but I do not I, can, I can't remember for Sarah. sure. Sarah, Sarah Wayne Callis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, no, she was on that show though. She played
1: loved. Dr. Tancredi and she was fucking amazing in that show. She was one of my favorite characters in that show. And so you can imagine my disappointment <laughs> when it turns out she's a total tool. I mean, Lori was head. a tool in the comic books too, though. Yeah. I mean, honestly, she was kind of a cunt, but Yeah. I think it was
0: kind of she was almost there in the comics and in the show to show like basically the Rick that uh, he's a strong black woman and you know wait it's not a Tyler Perry movie dude yeah oh, okay
1: <laughs> um but yeah no um the Morgan episode was phenomenal I thought uh I really I I I wanted to kind of know how he got himself to where he was I mean from where he was to where he is now um, and that episode did exactly do that and, um, kind of makes a little bit more sense of why he's such a badass with that stick.
0: Yeah, actually I was still, uh, well, I don't know how long, how long do we think passed in that episode?
1: It, it's hard to tell.
0: Cause that was a little bit of the problem I had, especially cause quite a lot of that episode was leading up to the point where he would start training, um, um, Aikido. Um, which I'm sure just, uh, he had a huge uptick in sales that the week the walking dead came out anyway. Aikido, he was training Aikido, um, and and it took a long time to get him to actually start training. And then, uh you know, of course, now we see him and he's basically a ninja. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's taken down four or five guys at once, and and you know, it, it's just kind of a foregone conclusion. Like Morgan's death is going to be something else if it happens in the show at some point. Um, because of this show, they've all, all, and so far they've almost shown him to be, you know, nigh on unstoppable. Like I don't really fear for him too much. Um, even now when I see two or three guys, you know, coming up, up towards him. So, um uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I really like that episode. I thought that was kind of a standout, uh, for, for this series so far.
1: Yeah. Was it, was it the episode before the Morgan episode when the wolves invaded? I think it was right.
0: Yeah. I think that was really, so episode one kind of opens up and that's where they decide to draw the walkers
1: away. Yeah. And it was episode two. Yeah, because the wolf invasion causes the horn that you hear honking at the end of episode one.
0: Yeah, and we get that in episode two, and then we see it, the horn go off somewhere in the middle, and then we see they start to return, and then there's flashbacks to Rick's group in episode three. So
1: yeah, yeah, I I really 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 enjoyed episode two, uh, watching the wolves uh, basically you know tear down the walls to ex- Alexandria and just fucking annihilate several of the of the townspeople.
0: Oh yeah. And uh, I really like that, too, because it kind of shows the difference. Um, I think this this is another thing that we're getting to now in the comic, um, which is a little bit odd because I thought it was really Negan that pushed this change in the Alexandrians
1: and the comics. It was. It was.
0: Yeah. Okay. So we're out of the spoiler section for the comics, so I'm not going to talk about why. But in the show, we see that more with um, the the wolves. Like I think it's really the wolves that are serving the catalyst um, um, to be the change uh, or to be the thing that changes how the Alexandrians view the world and, and, you know, basically toughen the fuck up. Like the the problem with the Alexandrians right now is that they, they don't know how to do jack shit, really, as far as survival goes in the outside yeah,
1: world. Yeah, you know, when, when our group first got there, uh, that was one of the things that was talked about at ad nauseum between the group members is these people are not ready in the event that something gets over those walls. Oh, yeah.
0: And and that was totally well illustrated in that episode. I mean, they just got their asses handed to him. And if it weren't for a few standout badasses, Carol, Carol <laughs> um, you know, Morgan and a few others, you know, they they would have just been destroyed like
1: no contest. Yeah, that that episode was just off the hook because I mean, what what really started it off for me is, you know, you see the 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 old hens kind of hanging out at the supply hut talking about oh i I need to get your recipe for this and that and whatever and carol was like well yeah, that's fine yeah you can come over and do it but you can't smoke cigarettes in my house yeah and i was like well that was weird
0: carol's just adorable and so and so carol then so you see much, carol
1: man. standing there watching this chick who told who she told she couldn't smoke cigarettes in her house she's watching this chick light up and then boom gutted yeah like just out of nowhere Yep. yeah <laughs>
0: Um, so yeah, that that was a pretty badass episode too, so um and then now I think in our most recent episode we're seeing what happened after um um all of that stuff went down and we're basically watching the fate of uh Abraham that one chick who's not Andrea Sasha Sasha, who who's actually kind of Andrea a little bit from the comics. A little Nut still. Yeah, a little not still though. And um, Daryl, we're kind of seeing what happened to them during this whole event. So this this series has been kind of a um, flashback, flash forwardy, you know, all over the place. Um, we're five episodes in, six episodes in. I think we're at five. Yeah, and we've really watched the same story about three times, told from different viewpoints, um, and what's happened to the characters, you know, three times from different viewpoints. So um, the the last episode, I I didn't really care for that much.
1: Um, I I I dug it specifically because it did introduce us to who i believe is negan without actually seeing him
0: i think you're right too and i thought the guy that we were talking to that the
1: main protagonist we, i don't think it was he was named in the episode was he no but i i think i think he's um dwayne I, dwight 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 yeah, yeah i i think he's dwight so um a little less scarred up than the dwight we know from the comic books but
0: well so far
1: so far uh and he seems to be on the run from who we assume was Negan. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I I liked it for that. And it introduces us to some new elements. Also, Daryl no longer has his crossbow or his motorcycle. And that's.
0: Yeah. Rip, rip crossbow. Season one through season five.
1: Yeah. We, well, I don't think we've seen the last of it. Yeah, it'll be back. It's just too cool not to be. Or he'll fashion a new one from some two-by-fours and a couple sticks or something.
0: Seriously. Now this is the one where Daryl's finally going to lose it. Like, he's been pretty solid through the whole show and all the downfall of humanity. And now he's just going to... The next episode's just going to be him, blind, drunk, going, Crossbow,
1: I miss you so much. Masturbating furiously in a corner. Yeah. I think all the chicks would dig that, though.
0: Yeah, that'd probably be the highest-rated episode
1: yeah. ever. Of anything. <laughs> So, um, anyway, we we felt it was long overdue that we talked about The Walking Dead, and um, it's long overdue for something cold and wet in my throat, so we're going to have to drop a marker. <laughs> yeah. All right. We? We're back. Yeah. Luna, the the podcasting dog, has joined us.
0: Yep. She felt she needed to class up this uh, show.
1: By laying under the table and probably licking her vagina.
0: And whimpering every now and then. Yeah. Just like I do. Anyway. <laughs> um
1: Shield. SHIELD. We only have one episode to talk about really because we talked about everything kind of leading up to it. But last it's time.
0: a badass episode. It is a
1: really good episode. Uh, this episode ties up the three or four different uh, individual story arcs that have been going on this season. Um ties them all together with one huge element. Um it I mean it brings together the uh, Who's that fucking Will Guy Simmons on the Planet? The, yeah, the Simmons uh love triangle uh, thing gets brought to a head. Um, we meet, uh, well, we don't meet, I mean, we've already met him, uh, Powers Booth's character, um, as the, not quite Hydra, uh, but Hydra guy. Yeah. Uh, Wade and Colson and the ugly chick. Yeah.
0: Somebody posted a picture of the other day online. I saw, um, and it was, uh, her, actually it wasn't her. It was a picture of the, um, I want to say suit designer in the Incredibles, Spot on, man. They're the same character. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so there, there was like, first off, I want to talk about Ward, because... Or, or Ward, not
1: Wade. I called him Wade. I don't know.
0: I, and I just let it slip. I was just going to let that one go. Anyway. Yeah, Ward. Some, somebody at home is probably having
1: an aneurysm right now. Like, how the fuck did you get that wrong? Both, that's, both that's, people. That's
0: my job, asshole. I get the names wrong. Um, yeah,
1: both people that uh, listen to the show are furious. Yeah.
0: Um... <laughs> So anyway, um Ward, do you think like I remember in season 2 when they first revealed Ward was going bad and they're like, "Oh, maybe he can be redeemed." And then like 5 seconds later he kills two dudes like without thinking about it, and everybody was still like, "Well, maybe maybe still maybe we can redeem." And then then like he kills his whole family kind of thing, and then they're like, Oh I don't know." And then this episode he just fucks shit up
1: like yeah, like on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. His little pre-recorded safety message across the PA of the plane. I love Um, that
0: part. Um, This is the episode where, um, I forget what the dude's name is, but the old guy. We'll call him
1: Powers Booth. Powers Booth. Curly Bill. We can call him Curly Bill.
0: Curly Bill. There you go. (laughs) So Curly Bill is like giving him the talk, and they're acting all buddy-buddy, and then Curly Bill decides, nope, we're going to kill you. And Ward's like, bitch, don't even. And then like five seconds later, like six guys are down and Ward's deciding to torture, you know, one or more of them at the time and just being severely diabolically evil. Yeah. In the best way.
1: Yeah. Um. Honestly, this is this is kind of cool because uh, earlier in the season, we had the episode with which featured just Simmons and that will dude on the planet. Yeah. Um. And on this planet, there is um an entity of sorts that really fucks with your head. Um, and we don't know what that is at all. Uh, it's will. I think it's will. But, but we have um, gotten to a point now where we know that it's something, and it's something to do with Hydra. In fact, it's something that inspired Hydra, at least as we know it. Um, which spoilers—that's that's the big reveal of the, end of the episode. Yeah. Um, but it's it, it's really cool how we get there because we get there. Through Fitz and Simmons, uh, deciphering some old tablets and whatnot, and figuring out that the symbol that was on Will's spacesuit is actually an upside down ram's head. Um, we find out that the astronauts that were sent to the planet in the first place were actually sacrificed, it was not a, ever a mission that they were intended to come back from. And uh, we also find out that, uh, The old dude, Curly Bill, knows about the entity, so it was probably his group that sent them there in the first place.
0: Yeah, um, that whole thing was pretty awesome, um, and we, and we find out that Curly Bill actually has, like, a mini monolith thingy, um, the mini portal. And it was also kind of funny, because as he's explaining the whole Hydra, you know, has existed for hundreds and hundreds of years since before, you know, whatever, um, and tells him the whole story of the planet and the monolith and whatever. And Ward's like, "Okay,
1: you know, like, like
0: that sounds nuts, you know." Which is, I thought, pretty funny.
1: Yeah, because Ward was like, "No, I want to be the head of Hydra." Yeah. And then this dude's like, "No, the head of Hydra is actually this weird creature."
0: Yeah, that you know, presumably kills everything and is just malevolent, but we worship him for some unknown reason because humans are motivated by silly things, I guess. Or writing is, I don't know, whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we also have some interaction between May and uh, uh, Electro Dude, whose name escapes me at this moment. Lash? No. No. Lash. Uh, is bad what's dude. his
0: name? Um, yeah, that other guy.
1: Yeah, Electro Dude. Electro Dude. Um, which is cool because uh, Electro Dude kind of had to zap hey, Lash he, a lot. He gave him the Hadouken. Yeah. And. Yeah since lash is may's husband or ex-husband as it were and she still loves him and whatnot he was all freaked out that may was just basically flying off into the sky and playing and gonna drop him out or something like that but may was actually no like she was like no it's it's cool i should actually thank you for helping and blah 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 and whatnot um and then colson uh one of the i'm rambling at this point because um i don't know you're looking at your phone or some shit
0: no, 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 I'm listening. Um, actually, what I was
1: doing, uh, we'll get to this in just a second. Go on. Go okay. On. Um, Coulson, one of, one of my favorite scenes was actually Mac confronting Coulson about his intentions with uh Evil Lady. Yep. And uh, I think Mac probably had the same feeling I do, which is, if you can bang any chick you want, which you're Coulson, so you can. Probably. Why do you bang the ugly chick? Yeah. I mean, this dude could probably bang Sky if he wanted to. I mean, she's kind of like a daughter figure and whatnot. It'd be a little weird. And we we texted back and forth about this the other day, and my bet is that if he was going to bang anybody on the team, it'd be May, because I just look at her and I think, that chick does anal.
0: <laughs> she just, she looks like she could kick your ass in the best way.
1: Her rusty sheriff's badge is polished to a shine. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh anyway i'm lost now um all right you're, so the that's because thi- you're trying to picture it in your head
0: yeah i was like oh yeah i can see that please can i see that anyway um no what i was doing on my phone a second ago was um so one of the things that super pisses me off about this episode i don't know super pisses me off is the right term but uh fits fits and simmons um So in this episode, we get a little bit of the final, finally, some of the confrontation between Fitz and Simmons, because there's clearly the whole, you know, Fitz like loves her so very, very much. And Simmons goes off planet and bangs some other dude for a while. And, um, he asks her in this episode, do do you love him? And she says, yes. And I was trying to think about how long, uh, um, she was actually with this guy. And so I did the math and it's like six and a half months she spent off planet, um, so she spent about 6 months off planet and with that guy I'm not really sure. I, I want to say it's probably 4 or 5 months.
1: Yeah, I don't think she was actually it was probably longer. It was probably most of the time cuz I don't think she was there more than like a week and a half or two before he found her.
0: So anyway, I was trying to decide how pissed off I was going to be about that because a that's a pretty short amount of time although under um you know fairly extreme circumstances. But it just kind of seemed to me like are he, are you kidding? Like Fitz has been you know, like, and it doesn't seem like it's unrequited. It's not like, uh, you know, like Fitz is just the creepy guy that, you know, hangs around her all the time. It seems like she loves him too. And she's like, can't
1: make that choice. Like, she does love him. I mean, that's, that's the thing is like when she first gets there, like she doesn't want to use her phone because it's got a video of him and she doesn't want to lose that. Um, and whatnot. And it's just, it's kind of one of those things where it was never the right time for one or the other to act on it. Yeah. Um, and that he, he. I don't know. Fitz got fucked and not not in the good way.
0: No, I mean it, it probably would have turned out a lot better for him if he had got fucked. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the, it still bugs me a little bit though because whatever connection they had, you know, based on that 6 months, it it just it seems other it seems different. Well, it, well, I don't know. I mean, it just it seems uh superficial, but I guess that's, you know, Part of the course, this is that—that's how real life is. Sometimes I don't know.
1: You're stuck on a different planet with only this one person, and like, oh yeah. Realistically were... speaking, you're probably never going to see anybody else that you ever know again.
0: Oh, I mean, they're gonna bang for sure. I'm just talking about like, okay, we're back to the real world now. Yeah. I mean, anyway, it's but part part of that's probably just because I feel super bad for Fitz because he's like, all right, I'm gonna turn the whole world upside down and go find my girl, and then you're fucking another dude. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. But
1: it fits like being the quintessential fucking like hard up nice guy to the original fucking bad luck, Brian. Yeah. Like, he's just like, you know what? I'm going to help you find the dude that you were fucking. That wasn't me. Yeah. She even says that, like, how do you be so perfect? And I was like, yeah, yeah, Simmons. He's fucking perfect. Yeah. Just give him some already. That whole scene, though, the way it culminated with the big kiss, like he grabs her and basically like rapes her throat for a minute. Well, for like half a second, because then she was she was totally into that. Like, yeah, and then she kissed him back and whatnot. But then, like afterward, it was like he had this epiphany that he's like, you know what, I'm over it. <laughs> like it was kind of like, and not necessarily that he's over it, but he was just like, see, yeah, I have bad
0: luck, and, yeah. he's like, <laughs> and that was it. It was it. It almost seemed like not necessarily over it, like he probably feels the same way, but more like acceptance. Like, oh, all right, I give up. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I mean, honestly. So you know, anyway that that um it bugs me a, a little but i guess it doesn't it, it bugs me in the best way because to me I, I think that's a good sign of good writing or at least that i'm enjoying the show um because you know the the i guess cliche thing to do would have would have been you know just put them together the second they got back um that said i don't i don't want this shit dragging out for like 10 seasons no like the, the, every every
1: every show does not need a Ross and Rachel no and the the thing that I want to, I my commentary about the show as a general rule, um, as a whole is, for two seasons, I I went from not caring about it to sporadically caring, excuse me, uh, sporadically caring about it, to all of a sudden, in season three, I'm watching every single week. Same. I'm interested in where it's going. And I'm thinking further ahead into the future when the Inhumans movie is supposed to come out, and I'm thinking about certain characters that I'm thinking from the TV show that I'm going to be really pissed off if they don't get screen time.
0: Oh, yeah. So Uh, this is one of the things that I don't like about the whole TV movie sort of continuity universe that we're doing now, which is that um, clearly they're not going to let the they're not going to cross the streams. I, I mean, every now and then we get a little reference or Easter egg or nod.
1: Season 1 we had Fury. Oh, I'm off mic. Yeah. Season 1 we had Fury and that was that was cool and we've had um Maria Hill a couple of times. See, but even then it's sort of
0: like a it feels like a um you know like I, it, it it feels out of place. Well, know, like it, it 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 happens so infrequently you just look
1: at it and say, well obviously this is a budgetary thing, you know, like And and having Agent Hill on the show is kind of cheating cuz Kobe Smolders is already a, she, like she's a legit fucking TV actress, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, like, I'm
0: just saying, if they brought in Robert Downey Jr. or, or the cap comes on for a couple of episodes or something like that, then we can talk. But th- this is one of the things. Like, uh, if, of course, I will say, no show, and and this shouldn't surprise anybody at all. But no show does this worse to me than Supergirl does.
1: Oh fuck, Supergirl! Right? I've, I didn't watch this week's episode yet, but
0: i'm not I'm not quite done with this show. It is getting a little bit better as we're going on, but yeah, no show does that worse than Supergirl with a whole um Obviously, we cannot possibly get close to that and i and I get it don't get me wrong, I get it a little bit but um, it's sort of like how we we don't get to ever see Batman in Smallville and stuff like that. Like, just get get the rights, you know, get the rights lawyers out of there for a, f- a few fucking seconds, so we can get this TV show that we're all dying for.
1: Dude, here's here's the thing, and I guess we're we're done with Shield anyway. We kind of I think
0: yeah, that's pretty much the whole episode. I will say it is a good episode, and and my opinion completely echoes Matt's. Season one is an absolute slog, and I think I only kept watching it because I was bored or something like that. And then I finally hit the point where um, uh, it crosses over with Captain America. And then it was like, okay, this is worth watching. Still not a week one. Still not, you know, I'd I'd catch up on it when I could, sort of like I am with Gotham right now. Yeah. But now, yeah, I'm watching it every single week.
1: So I'll tell you why I watched it and why I got caught up with it is um, you had mentioned that it's starting to get better Uh a little bit. And then... um one of the the, the rhythm guitarists from Dead Nexus actually works with me uh-huh. and he's a big fan. Oh really? Yeah. Um he wants to come on the show at some point and and talk up his band and then um sit down with us and chit chat about some weekly stuff too at some point. Well, so I
0: mean, we've been using his music for like 15 episodes or something, I figure that's probably fair. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um but he actually was he he he's the one that told me how the how season 2 was like balls deep in in humans and since i knew they were doing a movie i was like i should probably check it out and now i'm at the point where i'm just like if 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 fucking daisy isn't in there at the very least
0: oh yeah like she's like she'd be like superman is to the justice league right now like having an inhumans movie and not showing daisy in there That's going to piss me off. Yeah. Like right now, that's going to piss me off. Like, I'm not expecting she needs to take a leading role or anything like this. This doesn't need to be like Shield the movie. Um, But she's got to be in there in some meaningful way.
1: Yeah, for sure. And here's the thing. I I want Coulson back in the movies occasionally. He doesn't have to be in every single one like he was in phase one. But, I mean, the cat's got to be out of the bag now. Dude, yeah. Lady Sif saw him.
0: Wouldn't it, don't you think it would do more like legitimize the show quite a bit more if they would just throw him in a movie now? Like, first off, it's the Colson's the really easy one here because it's not exactly like Colson was you know taking up three quarters of the screen time in, a, in Avengers or something like that. He had a, a fairly important part, but more or less just cameos in all the movies leading up to it. Um, give me some more of that, like especially now that we know that Colson is a badass in his own
1: right, like, yeah, give me more of that oh total total brain fart complete tangent i watched thor last night cuz it was on fx and my kid was laying on the couch and just kind of she fell asleep watching it so i was like hey whatever uh-huh so the dude that's captured by the pirates in the beginning of captain america winter, so- winter soldier who ends up being the hydra guy that they dangle off the roof uh-huh he's in thor yeah totally i didn't know that I, I, did. I, I didn't knew. realize that he'd been around that long.
0: I had to go back and look it, look it up um, because I knew I knew him from somewhere and I couldn't remember which movie he was in. But yeah, he was in that. And I think he actually got a couple of uh, shows, episodes of S.H.I.E.L.D. too.
1: Yeah. So um, that was pretty cool. I, I actually I was unaware of all of that. And this fucking dog. Yeah. Hey, Lou.
0: Hey, she's probably drowning out my sick coughing and stuff like that. Sorry again, everybody. She's like,
1: well, if I just lick my vagina louder... Yeah, they'll
0: enjoy this, don't worry. Lots of people like like I don't know, one in every eight kids is totally into it or something.
1: Yeah, something. Um so anyway, yeah. Um that's that's where I'm out on Shield. It's good. Um but I want to see Daisy and and a couple of the other inhuman people in the Inhumans movie. And I, I we don't know where the show is going to be when Inhumans breaks either, so I mean, who knows. But that's what we want to see. But on to the fucking shitstorm that you brought up earlier, which is Supergirl. Yeah. So um, I'm really trying to give it a chance, but I'm, I, I feel like I'm kind of having to try too hard sometimes. Uh, and I commented to you the other day, and this is, this is, this is the state of the Supergirl union right now. Callista Flockhart is the standout actress slash character in the TV show. Oddly, um,
0: I think I said this to you or texted to you the other day when I was watching. I have, I am reasonably caught up. I think I do watch it. Probably not the same day it's released, but I do watch it and i don't actually hate her character anymore um which i really really super hated her character in the first episode don't get me wrong i don't like her but i don't hate her either um but here's the thing for supergirl with me it's just so so sloppily written like there there's so many times where i just am either like inwardly cringing at how bad the dialogue is or this is my favorite supergirl in the last episode um there's some down power lines So how does Supergirl save the day? She runs up and she bends the power lines in half like a hose. Like that stops the electricity. Like, oh, it it made a little sparky thing. And then the electricity was gone. And I was like, how, how? How did how did anybody write that? How did somebody how did somebody write that on a paper? How did another guy come up with it and be like, "I'm going to direct this." There's a whole effects team that probably like inserted digital effects to make that happen. How is nobody like, "Okay, seriously, this is fucking retarded. Can't you come up with anything better? She could just throw them over here, for example, the whole bending them in half and that somehow breaks electricity." Uh, I just I wanted to scream at the TV. Yeah,
1: this this reminds me of something that should probably be on the shit that should not be bit that um, that Hollywood Babylon does where. Hundreds of eyes are seeing this before it ever gets to a point where it's public and no one fucking says, by the way, you can't stop electricity by bending it like a hose. Yeah.
0: Here, hold this plug and see if this works. Like there's not a grip
1: on the set that's been like that was like, "Hey, I've I've been electrocuted before." That yeah, that doesn't work.
0: Or or like somebody else that's like, "I've plugged in a lamp uh before and and you know, here here, you know what? I got a lamp right here. Look. I fold the cord in half. Still on. Still on. Still working. You know what that means? Supergirl's still getting electrocuted, which doesn't really matter for Supergirl, but for the innocent bystander she's trying to save, she essentially just threw a live wire at them.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Um Let's let's talk about the episode that really fucking chapped my ass. All of them? Episode 3, I believe, is where we get the quote-unquote cameo appearance by, by her big cousin.
0: Yeah, which is to say a lot of CG tights.
1: Yeah, we got some CG tights and some, some fast blurring motion in the sky. So this episode was specifically about how Supergirl can stand on her own as a hero and does not need jimmy olsen to call superman yep but what the writers did was they created an episode where they were like you know what let's give the show some credibility by bringing in superman yep um so again they're being counterproductive to their own point see i thought so too
0: um well, I I don't know. I thought they were again sloppily trying to build this up because towards the end of the show they have another moment where they're like, "Oh, we should just call Superman now." And then they're like, "No, I'll take care of this one." And it's kind of like, "Well, you just got your hand ass handed to you 10 minutes ago, but I guess now that you're, you know, empowered or whatever, you're going to be fine." So, it again just ham-fisted in my opinion, like how they wrote that. Um they're exactly what you're saying. They were trying to prove that, you know, Supergirl doesn't need Superman to come in and save the day so they have superman come in and save the day and then 10 minutes later she this time this time we mean it guys she really doesn't need superman to come in and save the day so again just i did not like the writing in that episode and and the again the superman thing bugs me because okay they brought superman in which is more than i thought they were going to do because during the pilot especially like it seemed like they only got like one use of it was like uh, the PG-13 rated like you can say fuck once and if you say it more than once it's it's r straight straight up but uh this that that was how using the Superman name felt for me in the supergir supergirl episode. So I assumed we'd never see any Superman at all. So in this one, you know, of course they have him fly by and they say Clark a couple of times and shit like yeah.
1: that. Fun fact you can say fuck once in a PG thirteen movie, but not if it's implying the physical act. Oh really? Yes.
0: So I can say fuck you, but not let's fuck.
1: Yes. Let's oh, fuck okay. would be an SNR.
0: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> But you can show, uh, um, and you can show tits only if you're drawing me like one of your pretty French girls. Okay, so Supergirl, everybody, if you're a bit of a glutton for punishment like I am sometimes, or if you're just really hard up to see, you know, more comic book stuff on TV, you could watch Supergirl. That said, you're not doing your brain a whole lot of favors, like
1: to be quite honest. I do like the Maxwell Lord character, Peter Facinelli. Yeah, uh, okay. He's 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 um. There's something going on there. We don't know what it is yet. He's a bad guy because Maxwell Lord is a bad guy. Yeah, totally, and,
0: and, and I kind of like you. The, totally um, get that from him in the first five
1: seconds of screen time, too. So. Yeah, and I kind of like the uh, the little cat and mouse game between him and Cat Grant, huh? Cat and mouse. That's totally didn't even wasn't intentional, <laughs> uh, folks. Uh, uh. Um, but uh, so I mean, maybe if you're a huge hardcore Twilight fan and you just missed seeing Peter Fascinelli, um, the senior Cullen, he's there. You go.
0: Oh yeah, though I didn't even make that connection, but now I'm gonna watch the show extra hard.
1: Yeah, yeah, because. 'Cause you're Team Edward all the way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I well no, and in, in a little day I mean, extra hard. Like anyway. Um so yeah, Supergirl, if you want to watch that, go ahead. I I I'm watching it, although I I'm not really sure why.
1: Um He also hits himself in the testicles with a hammer after every episode, so just every now
0: and then. Like I'm like, well, p- clearly my brain's not gonna produce any more useful offspring, so I'm doing this to myself on purpose. I must have some sort of handicap in yeah. the line now. Sorry, my children, my actual children. Um so um let I'm gonna let you talk for a couple because you put a couple of things in the show notes that I have almost no knowledge of. So
1: Oh, um, yeah, I can I can talk about a couple of things. Uh, so we have some comic book news. Um anybody who's familiar with the character Namor, the submariner, uh get ready to say goodbye.
0: See, I would have said submariner. That's how dumb I am. <laughs> uh
1: so Namor started out as kind of an environmentally eco. Not bad guy, but he didn't like the good guys because he thought they were polluting his ocean and being dicks and whatnot. So, like
0: Greenpeace hippies in a nutshell,
1: uh, yeah, but badass, like super superhuman strength and wings on his feet so he could fly. Wings on his feet, yeah, his wings on his. Well, doesn't ankles. it seem like he would just
0: like flip right over and then have to fly upside down the rest of the time? Uh, yeah, it doesn't work like that for some reason
1: because it's a comic book, I guess. Yeah, it's, um, anyway, go ahead, but anyway, several years ago, he was actually classified, uh, nobody really knew for sure. Uh, starting out, but but actually, it was revealed several years ago that he is in fact a mutant. The the world's first mutant um, that anybody knows of for sure. Huh. Um, so Disney slash Marvel can't use him because he's a mutant. Yep, I see. So guess what? They're killing him, <laughs> just like they did Wolverine. Seems Fuck fair. you, Fox. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, that's mainly why I put this piece in there not because, um, I necessarily care all that much about Namor the Submariner. Um, although he can be a badass and he, he played a major role in the, um, Avengers versus X-Men comic book crossover series from a few years back. But since then, he's kind of been a non-issue, at uh, least in any the books I read and I read a lot. Com- so
0: comics, non-issue. Dude, you're like all over these puns Dude, tonight. Dude, not even on purpose either. See,
1: now we're a comedy podcast. Ha ha. We're going to do bits. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, um this is this kind of reeks of of a company that isn't allowed to use its own property, so it's throwing a tantrum and killing him.
0: yep, and I guess if this was a character I cared a lot more about, I'd probably be pissed off. but in this particular instance for me, it's just kind of funny
1: yeah which what's, what's funny is the one that really seems to have pissed a lot of people off is Wolverine.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Wolverine's kind of like a fan favorite, and probably the most one of the the biggest name grabs I think for Marvel these days.
1: Yeah, but it's actually kind of been relieving uh, because Wolverine got so overused that he was in like ten different books at a time, and in a company that used to be known for having like stellar continuity between different books, you couldn't because he was in every story and he couldn't possibly be everywhere at once. So things just got all out of whack continuity wise, and and it's been kind of refreshing being able to read books and not wonder how Wolverine is here but also was over there and yeah. then down there too so um, and then more comic book news um, anybody who's familiar with the movie Guardians of the Galaxy knows the character Drax uh, played by Dave Batista, formerly WWE superstar Dave Bautista yeah the uh, big red guy if you're not familiar with the WWE or green Dave Drax is green oh right uh, red lines red lines yeah, yeah. sorry my bad uh, Drax has an ongoing comic book series now and it is being written by former WWE superstar CM Punk. Um, the first comic book story I actually read by CM Punk it was in the most recent Thor annual from Marvel, which had, I think, three different stories in it. He wrote one of them. Uh, if you've ever seen or listened to um, any podcast that he did, I think, with the Nerdist uh before he when he was still a wrestler, actually, um, you find out that he is a super huge comic book nerd, like been a big fan for a long time, um, started doing uh, different things, working with nerdists. He actually has a, a YouTube show called Grammar Slam, where he talks to people about their terrible grammar. And the way he does it is kind of genius because he takes things that people either tweet him or Facebook him or whatever that have huge grammatical errors and just fucking rips him a new asshole. <laughs> Um, different topic each week or whatnot and it's it's pretty funny but he officially works for marvel as a um staff writer and doing uh doing drax right now while at the the same time training for his first uh ufc match wow (laughs) yeah that's
0: that's he sounds like he's got a full plate then
1: uh also he's married to a really hot chick nice job this guy's kind of winning at life he's yeah a lot of people think he's an asshole but he I, I I dig the dude man i respect him um not a lot of people have the balls to walk away from uh the career at wwe that he had and uh he didn't like the way the company was being run and he didn't like uh the fact that there was guys that come that were coming in working a part-time schedule that were basically handed the belt to run with and didn't feel as though they were taking care of their talent to the extent that they should have been taken care of. And he, he walked out, he left and, uh, won his lawsuit against Vince McMahon for being able to, you know, work as an independent contractor. Nice. So, um, anyway, getting into details that nobody else cares about except for me, but, Sorry. uh, no, he, I, I think the dude is cool. Cause I mean, he, he's an asshole. So am I, uh, he writes comic books, which I can't do, um, because I'm not allowed, <laughs> I mean, I guess I could probably write one, but I don't know who'd publish it. Yeah. Um. I'll, I'll publish it. We could put it on the site. We we could.
0: Yeah. Just be a, I'll draw it too, actually. And, it'll, it'll, it, you know, mesh well, I'm sure. Yeah.
1: Um, he's, the things, the things that Eddie can do with stick figures is amazing. <laughs> he, so. Yeah.
0: Have you ever seen two stick figures doing it? Cause. Let me tell you. Anyway.
1: <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, so that's com- that's my comic news for the week.
0: So we got a couple of things. Um, so here's a quick one. Suicide Squad
1: gets a PG-13 rating. So they only say fuck once?
0: Yeah. I mean, what the fuck's with that? Like, just think about the Suicide Squad for a second and the characters that we're getting in there. And first off, the, the Joker, Harley Quinn, like, especially the way they're per- portraying it now, Deadshot. That all screams R rating to me. Like they should have, um, you know, had the nuts that Fox did with Deadpool and give it an, a hard R. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I'm sure the movie's going to be perfectly fine or at least watchable. Hopefully. Um,
1: but it just the material
0: seems like it would be definitely R R
1: material. I'm I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. Two things: still a better love story than Twilight. Fair. And it'll be better than Supergirl. Uh, yeah,
0: I I I wouldn't take that bet. Uh, We got, uh, well, I think we just got a couple of Star Wars pieces left. That's getting to be a tradition right now, closing out the the show on a Star Wars note.
1: (laughs) Yeah. um, Before we get too much into news, your brother-in-law, I believe, uh, tagged us both in a picture, and it was a dude with a calendar, and his wife was like, Oh, are you marking off the day so Christmas? And he was like, Nope, Star Wars. Um, And then you had mentioned somewhere in the comments that you actually have a, a countdown um, a counter a digital counter
0: well it, it's more just my calendar and i do the same thing i look at it and i go oh it's uh you know this many days until star wars and so on so i just look at my dick <laughs> because the closer <laughs> oh, we get oh, i'm 75 percent erect yeah. yeah
1: um which i mean i'm gonna be disappointed after i watch the movie um not because of the movie because i'm sure the movie's <laughs> gonna be great but because after i watch it i'm Basically, gonna blow my load, and then I'm gonna be back to having a small penis. It's gonna be an awkward car ride home. I'm just
0: saying. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I'm certainly counting down the start the days until Star Wars, and um, yeah, definitely that that picture spoke to me. Just throw uh, extra towels in your car, dude. It's it was fine. kind of funny when we went to the other day. I had to request that day off of work. Um, so Thursday, I think, is the the showing we're going to. It's Thursday like midnight, and then we planned the a podcast after that. Or maybe it's not
1: minute, is it it's, 10? We're, we're going at 10, yeah.
0: Yeah, so we're going at 10, and we plan to do a show immediately following uh um watching The Force Awakens. Which I can only in, uh, um, imagine is going to be an unintelligible mess of us just going, Dude, it was so cool. Did you see that part where they had the lightsaber? And it was all like, And, you know, like that for probably an hour and a half.
1: If anybody's ever seen the Saturday Night Live sketch with Chris Farley, when he meets, like, Paul McCartney, he'd be like, do you, do you remember that time that you guys sang, Let It Be? That was awesome. That's going to be us.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that's going to be us. So um, that that's a thing that's happening. Um, but anyway, it was kind of funny because I was reading that and I was like, I had to go request that time off of work. And I don't request a lot of time off of work. So they were like, uh, so what are, what are you taking the days or what are you taking that weekend off for? And I was like, Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah. I mean, they just all gave me like, "Oh yeah, of course you would. You know, like anyway yeah so um star wars so that's a thing and then second um some actual news disney disney says they plan on releasing a star wars movie every year for as long as possible
1: which is um forever because as long as there's star wars movies people will watch it i you know I think it's Like
0: we've been saying this actually for probably 10 years. Like people are going to get sick of these superhero movies, but these superhero movies keep coming out and they keep making bajillions of dollars. So we'll see about that. Um, but I think Star Wars, especially because there's such a pent-up demand where we haven't had good Star Wars movies for uh, since the original trilogy. Yeah. Um, since there's such pent-up demand, I can see that happening. Um, and they've got some good ideas so far. Um, so far, um, of course, The Force Awakens looked awesome. I think this is going to be a really good trilogy, um, at least so far from what we've seen. It's possible we're going to come back like in a month and sit down and be like, Okay, guys, so I'm sorry. You remember how hyped everybody was for The Phantom Menace? Well... But I don't think that's going to happen. I'm, I'm pretty sure this is going to be a pretty awesome movie. And then we've got Rogue One in the works, which looks to be
1: absolutely amazing. I'm excited amazing. about that one. And then I've heard tell that they are planning on doing a standalone Darth Maul movie with, as well. So,
0: Which, thank you finally for getting that right. I think during our roundtable discussion, that's one of the things we went on and on about. Why did you take this awesome character and kill him off in the first movie after about five minutes of screen times?
1: Fuck. I'm going to have to find another link, too. Yeah?
0: Yeah. You guys to get in there when you get a chance? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hey,
1: I usually do. I usually uh,
0: save that for after the show. So, I
1: um, no, uh, you brought up a good point with Darth Maul. Um, it's so I read another article that where basically they talk about how, um, Kylo Ren, he's not the big bad in this movie, really. Yeah, there's there's a different character, um, who is, and it, it Andy Circus. Uh, gave an interview because he actually did the motion capture for it and there's a dude and he's like 25 feet tall some dude really yeah um and I, I i'm not gonna pretend like i know anything about it but the scuttlebutt is that kylo ren is is probably not the big bad that we assume he is
0: which actually follows because i think in the last episode we talked about how um kylo's not in
1: the episode eight imdb page uh yeah he may not be uh but also that could be intentional i mean we don't know that he's not necessarily a character but Obvious i also yeah in a, in a different article too i also read that uh episode seven is going to be a complete standalone movie it will be part of a trilogy as a whole but if the if they were never to make eight and nine like the audiences would be satisfied with
0: yeah, no, we talked. I'm sure we talked about that. In the I last think we, show too, I think we I mentioned or on one of the roundtables I, I the same thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah probably. Because um, I think I was saying, you know, that's essentially episode four. Episode four was made to be a standalone movie, um, or you know, also contained within a trilogy as they did. So you can watch episode four and never watch another Star Wars movie. Of course, why would you do that? But you could, yeah,
1: especially when empire and jedi are, well so empire. empire empire yeah i mean so so much much empire
0: is the peak of that trilogy for me but a jedi is still amazing and everybody should watch that too so
1: yeah um and then um so if i can find a link to those articles i'll 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 send them to eddie and make him put them in the notes but uh um i'm happy to report that our pre-sale tickets have helped set a record
0: yeah so Star Wars uh, The Force Awakens has already broken all pre-order records for
1: movies in the history of time.
0: And we've still got a month to go. Yeah. See, now, here's the thing. I think actually what they're going to have to do for this movie is measure the number of empty seats in the country and then use that as the record break. Because uh, I at this rate, I don't think there's going to be many. Like, I I have a hard time imagining. Maybe a a dude dies on the way to the theater. Or, or like, has a heart attack in the movie and has to be carted away.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, this movie. I'm excited, um, especially because. So we talked about this. Um, there was there was the group of, of four of us, and um, I, I. When you listen to this, by the time you listen to this, um, our our first Star Wars roundtable, or even the first two, should be out um so you know that it's it's myself and eddie as well as um our friends bryce and and his brother sam and we all talked as a group about where should we see it and whatnot and we made the decision that bryce should have to drive an hour south <laughs> yep because nobody else wanted to drive north
0: we took a vote and um bryce lost by a three to one margin yeah
1: Yeah, um, and we we ended up getting tickets at a – it's a chain. Uh, It's a theater chain. It's Carmike Cinemas. Um, Yeah. Please give us money, Carmike. Yep. You know, if you want to. You owe me 37 cents, Carmike. Yeah. Uh, But one of the reasons why I specifically uh, lobbied for that theater is because I can buy a bottle of beer in that theater and drink a beer while I'm watching Star Wars. Yep. Which, as you know, um, is is basically required –
0: uh, for us to have a bottle of beer at these types of events,
1: not gonna lie, I drank beer when I saw Star Wars Episode Four in the theaters during the re-release, and I was a not old enough, and b the theater didn't allow it, but <laughs> I did it anyway.
0: <laughs> awesome. Um, so yeah, we helped be a part of that. I'm sure a lot of our listeners probably helped be a part of that too. Um, Lou, both of you, Lou, both of you, I'm sure. Lou 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 agrees. She helped be a part of that. She's actually just winding down there because we didn't buy her a ticket. Yeah, um, We'll go to the second one. She's yeah. actually
1: going to be home alone while we're watching the movie, so... Uh, she can get into shenanigans and high drinks. It'll be fine. Mostly she'll probably try and eat
0: the garbage. Probably. Just like I do. Um... <laughs> So anyway, I think that's our show for this week. Um so if uh you haven't got your Star Wars pre-order tickets yet, you should probably do that like right fucking now because you're probably not going to have a chance to get them otherwise. I don't think In you're going to
1: get them opening night at all at this point. At
0: the yeah, at this point you're probably not getting them. Um so if you didn't get your Star Wars pre-release or uh opening night tickets, you should probably buy, you know, whatever the next available seats are because uh, otherwise me and Matt are going to buy them all. Um with all the Reebok money we're making from the podcast, so
1: and we, we are going to, um, as Eddie said, we're going to come back and do a podcast immediately afterward, and there will be spoilers. Yeah. Make no mistake about it. So if you don't get your tickets now and you listen to our show and end up having to wait a week before, um, I doubt you're going to not listen to the show because, I mean, who I, skips our show?
0: I think that episode is just going to be called Star Wars The Force Awakens Spoilers. Like, th- that's going to be the title. It's going to be titled. The, the Spoilers Awaken." Yeah, The Spoilers Awaken" because that, that whole episode, I'm sure, there's no way we could do that spoiler-free. I mean, it would just be, it, again, it would just be another episode, an hour and a half of us going, dude, it was so cool. Wasn't it cool? Yeah, it was cool. Um, Yeah. So, I imagine that gets old for the listener.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait. Me neither. We really try not to talk about Star Wars every week, because we, I mean... Wait, we do? We're We're doing... And and maybe we haven't mentioned this on the regular show, but we we are actually doing a series of podcasts. It's going to be a roundtable discussion on each episode of Star Wars leading up to the Force Awakens, and it, quite honestly, we talk so much about Star Wars that every time we sit down to do the the regular weekly show, I'm like, well, we can't possibly have that much Star Wars news. But then we're like, yep. I want to see this movie so fucking bad. Yeah,
0: stuff happened. A guy said a thing that was related to the thing. It's like a, a, a Michael Peña on the um, Luis in Ant-Man. So my cousin was
1: at this thing. My, who said my that, cousin Ignacio? Yeah.
0: <laughs> my cousin Ignacio ran into this guy who knew a guy who actually was on the set of the Star Wars movie. And he said that uh, uh, J.J. wore blue sh- shoes on a Thursday. And we know blue shoes on a Thursday means that um, Kylo dies in the first movie.
1: And Carrie Fisher did so
0: much coke. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> we love you, Carrie. Yeah. Princess? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's our show for this week, everybody. If you want to help out the show, you can like us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash whatever show. You can follow us on Twitter. Twitter, uh, uh, of course, just at, at whatever show. How do
1: I fuck up the Twitter one every single know. time? You know, I don't even funny? use Twitter as much as you do, and I get, I, I remember.
0: We're going to get through, um, these episodes and as we get older i think it's going to get worse and worse because we're going to start sounding like alzheimer's patients at some point you're gonna be like did we talk about that on the last show i don't know maybe we talked about that on the last show Hey, i've got the episode number episode right the last two, two episodes. episodes yeah okay we're good yeah we're fine then
1: so at whatever show on twitter um hit us up on there um and uh i'm at the brutal one if you want to tweet me personally and talk about how terrible i am yeah at Charles E. smith that's me obviously um What else do we
0: have? Um, Of course, the best thing you can probably do for the show right now is go and give us a review on iTunes. Please give us anything on iTunes. That will help out the show.
1: Rate us. Subscribe. Subscribe. If you like the show, but you forget to download it every week, subscribe to it. It will do it automatically. Yeah, then it doesn't even matter if you listen
0: because it still helps our stats. It does. It really just does. the finally, finally. Oh, um,
1: questions at whatever.co.
0: Yeah. If you want to email us, you can email us questions at whatever.co. And um, I guess the last thing to say would be you could also, you know, use one of our affiliate links. We're going to post affiliate links um, for Amazon um, for the shit we bought to help out the show this week. So if you like the way the show sounds, you know, w- accepting my nasally horrible sick voice um, or, um, or you n- need a you know pretty good mixer here. Um, you can check that out too. So, and at some point, maybe maybe we'll do a behind the scenes. You know, sort of how the sausage is made. You know, like how do, how do you put out a podcast? Because that's also kind of hard to get started, but it's actually not that difficult.
1: Yeah, uh, really. I mean, contrary to what my wife believes, we put very little money into this.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, overall, I'd say we're probably under three hundred bucks. Yeah, that's just, that's a that's pretty decent. I don't know, maybe it,
1: maybe it shows in the production quality. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> it well you know, i don't know i mean if, if you if you i mean i don't pity i don't i don't like wish this on anybody but i mean if you really want to hear a, a difference go back and listen to our first episode and then listen to this episode yeah back to back and or if you're you just will
0: mad at yourself for some reason you can go back and listen to one of the earlier ones yeah you hit your ears you're like you know what i was gonna stab myself with a pencil but you
1: have no more rudim no no more, rudim, no more room in your scrotum for more staples yeah Go back and listen to episode one. Yeah,
0: actually, I just we were using that as an example. Like, here's how the show has progressed over the last twenty or so episodes, and I, you know, sort of posted a difference, and it's it's pretty night and day. So, anyway, um, yeah, that's it. I think that's the show for this week. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, um, review us on iTunes, or buy some shit from us. You know, Not hand us, us money.
1: Amazon, hand us money on the street if you really want to get us some some cash. You yeah, can. We'll um, throw in a handy. We drink beer. We do every episode. Feel free to buy yeah. our next six pack if you want.
0: You might you might have noticed, yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Have a good night everybody. Later.